Welcome, right. everyone. How's it going? To 100% juice. 100% juice. And I'm Wyatt. So, let's get right into it. All right. What's some, on the agenda today? So, we have some things to dive into. Okay. But uh, we're going to start off with the one and only Houston Jones. Houston Jones. All right. Tell me a little about uh, a little bit about him. Well, this guy... He is a YouTuber, and okay. he hurts himself for views. He hurts himself. He hurts himself for views. So, you look at his videos, and they're all pain-related. And I first found this guy. He was in my recommended for whatever reason. <laughs> and it was um, punching myself or getting punched a hundred times in the same spot. Ooh. And but that uh, left a bruise. Well, his whole leg was uh, black and blue. But um, you look at his account here, his YouTube account, and he has almost a million views, or almost a really? million subscribers. I mean, so he's yeah. got he's got a lot built up, but he really doesn't get that many views on all of his videos. He makes two hundred thousand to four hundred thousand every video, which is not. Okay. A lot for what he does here. Yeah. Um, All that he puts himself through. Yeah. And we've got like elbowed a hundred times the same spot. Ouch. Tattooed needle versus upper lip. Ooh, up, ooh, okay. Um, you bleed, you lose. Bloody knuckles challenge. And that's not terrible. People play that. Yeah. Um, what else do we have here? Like, there's a ton. A lot of paintball gun videos. Or airsoft, because you look at um, you look at his most viewed uh, videos, and they all relate to, in some way, like this top ten relate to airsoft or paintball challenges, like airsoft minigun, paintball human target competitions. <laughs> um, what else do we have here? Your soft minigun annihilates my balls. I like how he uh, censored the word balls, just in case. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> he wants to be careful. Powerlifting barefoot on Legos. Ow. <laughs> this guy. Why? This what he does is so funny, and he's a bodybuilder. And he's really yes. strong. That's very important. And um, that's how he started out his channel. So I don't know what went wrong there. I mean, yeah, it just seemed like an innocent little bodybuilder thing, you know? He started out three years ago, Epic Bench Press. Okay. Bodybuilder versus five ghost peppers. Like, that's not terrible. Yeah, that's like just eating challenges. Black belt, bodybuilder, martial arts. That's just a tutorial video. Like, bodybuilder, please Pokemon Go. There's a lot of (laughs) stuff here. So he's he likes flexing that he's a bodybuilder, I assume. Yeah, I assume. And that has evolved into a lot more painful stuff. We have here stapling my tongue, bodybuilder versus stapler. Why? Okay, yeah, he really likes to include he's a bodybuilder. Bodybuilder versus blowgun too. Hold on. So, um, like the dart blowgun, like that. Like is that a blowgun? Um. Yeah. Okay. Where do you even get those? Uh, I don't know. Um, 
but just the mousetrap to the balls. Oh, he didn't sense her balls that time. Oof. Extremely go slip inside to see some some of those it it goes from like it's not bad and it could just be for entertainment to terrible. Oh painful airsoft BB's damage test, thumbtack, gun versus human flesh, like this stuff. Permanent damage. And you look Yeah, it sounds like it. You look at a social blade. Okay. And it's really not all that great. Oh, not worth it. Well, really, it looks like he's he's positive in viewers and subscribers every day. Okay. The thing is, though, he's on subscribers. He's getting typically a thousand to two thousand a day. Okay, that's a good amount. <laughs> He's only making from forty dollars to a thousand one point four thousand dollars per video, which is not okay. bad. But no. with the stuff that he's doing, it it's not good. Yeah, I would have thought a little more. And he, I don't think it's worth it. It just doesn't seem like it. No. For all that pain? For yeah, everything no. <laughs> he does. I mean... Not worth it. Like, his monthly subs skyrocketed in January for some reason, and then plummeted in February. Well, that may, might be when he got on the recommended page. That's that's true. Because it was a complete flatline of 2017, 2018, nothing. 2019 rolls around, goes way up. Oh, really? He jumps... 200,000 subscribers in a month. Oh. Yeah. He really jumps. Yeah. And, um, he's getting 100,000 to 300,000 video views a day. That's pretty good. Yeah. Already today, it's 12.50 at the time of recording this, he has 8,000 views already and 82 subscribers. Wait, on what? On his videos combined. Oh, like today? Yeah, today. And f- oh, and wow. Less than an hour, he's gotten 8,000, which is okay. not bad. Yeah, go off. It's <laughs> um, pretty good, though. So, I don't know. I don't think what he does is worth it, but he seems to be enjoying it because he's still, he's still going. Yeah, you know, he has fun. That's what I guess. His friends are the weird part about this stuff because his friends are the ones almost always doing all the damage. And they're the ones doing the punching or the shooting. And I don't know how he was able to convince them to do this stuff. Well, honestly, they might want to. They're liable. But yeah, yeah, that's true. That's kind of risky then. Yeah. Being liable for that would not be fun. No. Explaining that to his family and everything, though, too. Well, I'm sure they watch his videos. I don't know what they would think. It might be a little disappointing, but okay. Razor scooter versus my ankles and shins. Likes destroyed. Likes destroyed, okay. And he posts weekly. Three days ago, one week, two weeks, three weeks, a month, a month. Yeah, 
once a week, he posts one of these. And I don't get it, but he's he's having fun with it, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. He's doing his thing. Um. All right. I think that pretty much wraps up this segment, right? Yeah, that's about you it. You want to add Houston anything? Jones. No, I think yeah. I'm good. All right. On to the next one. Welcome back, everybody. All right. We're back from our little break. So next, we have Lil Nas X canceled. So what really happened here was that he made some bad tweets in the past. One in particular. That was about Ariana Grande and Islam. Oof. And it didn't go well. He Alright. First off the bat, I just need to ask real quick, how old like how long ago was this? It was a this year. Tweet? Year and a half. It was All November right. of twenty seventeen. So almost two years actually. Yeah. <laughs> and um So he's at the age where he knows like right from wrong, he knows decision making and all of that. Right. Well, Lil Nas X, he is 20, so he was 18 or 19 at the time, which really, I don't know. You do, mm-hmm. you're done then, really. Yeah, that's true. And yeah. the thing is, these people getting their tweets dug up about stuff that they said a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, this wasn't a long time ago, but I mean, stuff that they said in the past, and then everyone getting upset now it doesn't do any good. That's true. Because they only care about it once he gets big. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of seems like they just want to uh, take money from him, I guess. Mm-hmm. Doesn't seem Turned very to end his career. Because this all happened around the exact same time that he, um, that he released his new album. And oh, really? So, people started trending this Twitter or hashtag um, Lil Nas X cancel party. And then people started defending him. And then there's a lot that's come out about whether stuff was photoshopped about his past tweets. And no one really knows what's going on right now. Uh. But it looks like. It, someone had to have said it. Whether mm-hmm. or not it was Lomathics or not, someone said it. And the tweet right. is not good. Yeah. And um, it could have something to do with people who don't like how he became big. They don't like what he's done. Or also, him. like you were saying, uh, how about the country singers? Yeah. He found his niche with mm-hmm. hip-hop, country, kind of. And people don't like that he was on the country charts. Kinda, yeah. I guess they thought he was taking away from what country music is. Mm-hmm. And they are upset about that. I'm not saying it was like country fans that are trying to bring him down, but there are definitely people that don't like him and they want to see him fall. And yeah. people like that are what are responsible for tearing this whole thing apart. Yeah, it really seems like they had a big influence on the whole, the whole matter at hand. Mm-hmm. Because they were the ones that started the hashtag. They were the ones 
telling people not to stream his music anymore. Wait, what was this hashtag? Um, hashtag Lil Nas X is over party. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And he said, he tweeted out, um, uh, when everything was happening, I deserve any hate that comes my way. Uh, mm. For all the hate I used to spread, I'm just happy I'm not that person anymore. Okay. So, he obviously knows it's bad. He's changed from it. I think it's probably best to just leave it alone. Yeah. I mean, he did what he had to do, you know? He apologized. Mm-hmm. He understands it's not good. Yeah. And that doesn't really tell us if it's, like, real or not. But, I mean, he did apologize, so it must... It seems like it's real, then. It, yeah, he wouldn't apologize unless he has something to apologize for. Yeah, he might try to deny it or something, you know? But, yeah, I it, the whole thing is confusing. And there's always both sides to a story, and we don't really know both sides. Yeah, that's true. We don't know who's... Like, who brought up these tweets again? Like, who found them? That's the... People were blending it like, K-pop fans or Ariana Grande fans or... Why K-pop? What, what did... I don't... I don't know. I missed that. The whole thing about, um, I guess, stands and cancel culture, they associated with K-pop. I'm not entirely sure. But hmm. from reading these tweets, it looks to be like they don't like the k-pop fans because i guess they're i don't know obviously mm. i think they have something to do with it i don't know something's yeah. going on with that <laughs> but it's all weird it is <laughs> i don't know how to feel yeah like, i mean i'm definitely sad that it's happening to him because he seemed like a good guy you know good mm-hmm. artist and everything i don't think he deserves it though and like I said, it's definitely suspicious. Or not suspicious, but it's bound to happen. His mm-hmm. big album releases, and then now this. Yeah, right is his big album. That's the big thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It just seems kind of fishy. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, I think that actually wraps it up with the Lil X. Yeah, that's it for this section. guys in this segment we're going to take a little turn here we're going to talk about finales we sure are uh, oh yeah so um all right the shows i want to bring up well actually where do you want to start um we could start with uh parks and rec if you want or the office all right yeah let's start with parks and rec so that was a good series on what was it ndc um i think it was yes yeah, it was on NBC. Uh, I don't know. It took place in like Pawnee, Indiana. Like the time period, though. Like uh, it was just mid two thousands to like two thousand ten ish. Yeah, and had about six seasons. First episode date was April. Nine. Look at that. Then the final episode date was February twenty fourth, two thousand fifteen. Wow, that went a lot yeah. later than I thought. Oh, and hear this? The program creator was Michael Schur. 
again. You know, he's the one who created uh, The Office and uh, what else? A Good Place. Because they're all um, very... Well, A Good Place is not similar. That's its own yeah. show, but Parks and Rec and The Office, obviously. Are yeah, it's the same writer. <laughs> yeah. Michael's so concept, similar. He also played Moe's from yeah. The Office. Yeah, you're right, he did. That one. But, anyway, so yeah. Parks and Rec received a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes and wow. an 8.6 out of 10 on IMDb. So it's a well-received show, then. Yeah. Um, the cast in that, you know, uh, Nick we Offerman. had a- Nick Offerman, Amy Poehler, mm-hmm. uh, Aubrey Plaza, Chris Pratt, Adam Scott, Aziz Ansari, Radasha Jones, uh, Rob Lowe. Yep. Are there any other big ones? Uh, I think you got them all. All right. Um, yeah, there's a total of, what was it, seven seasons? I personally have seen it twice through. I don't know how many you have. I think about two or three times, yeah. It's it, good. Yeah. It's a, it's a funny show. Good writing. The first season's kind of tough to get through, but it uh, it establishes the, what's called, the plot line. The plot line, yeah. And the characters yeah. and how they can develop. Yeah, it, like everybody was meeting up. Mm. Uh, pretty much. Uh, the show's on Netflix. Uh, I'm just going to read the description. What's this from? I think it's from IMDb. Okay. Anyway, it's uh, Leslie Nope, a mid-level bureaucrat in an Indiana Parks and Recreation Department, hopes to beautify her town and boost her own career by helping local nurse Ann Perkins turn an abandoned construction site into a community park. But what should a fairly simple project is stemmed at every turn by oafish bureaucrats, selfish neighbors, governmental red tape, and a myriad of other challenges. Leslie's courage, uh, I mean, uh, Leslie's colleague, Tom Haverford, who delights in exploiting his position for personal gain, is as likely to undermine her efforts as to help her. While her boss, Ron Swanson, is adamantly opposed to government in any form, even though he's a bureaucrat himself. So it's a fun show. It brings up a lot of... um... On our conflicts and everything. Mm-hmm. It's a typical um, a sitcom, right? Sitcom, yeah, it's a typical sitcom. But um, the writing is good. Chris Pratt is one of my favorite characters on that show. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think you should dive more into the finale. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the finale, that was probably like one of the sadder finales I've watched. Mm-hmm. Um. Pretty much, it was like two of the best friends on the show got into a fight, and they resolved it, and it ended happy. But it it took place in the future. I forgot what year was it. Um, twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen. I don't remember. I think uh, it was I, thought, I thought it was twenty nineteen for some reason. It could, it's somewhere around there. It was a recent year. Yeah, it was like a few years into the future from where the show's time period was. Right. Anyway, yeah, it was just a really sad part. And, I mean, it didn't really fit with the rest of the show, but they just, I don't know, wanted to show everyone how things turned out in the end and, like, mm-hmm. how the characters, like, ended up. They tie everything together. Yeah, tie all the loose ends. Making a complete <laughs> finale. Yeah. All right, what's the next show we're going to talk about? Um, The Office, because that was all one right. of the better finales. Yeah. Do you want to take that one? Yeah, so The Office, if for some reason you don't know, is um, about a mid-level paper company in Pennsylvania. And uh, over about 10 years, they detail the lives of all the workers there and uh, the relationships that grow 
Yeah, you know, they try to make it like a documentary about it. Yeah. But uh, the finale is really well done. Um, some actors had to go their separate ways um, throughout the seasons. Most importantly, Michael Scott or Steve Carell, who had to leave and uh, leaving them with two seasons. And the show really went downhill from there. And it never really recovered. So seeing him come back in the finale is really nice. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, they did it in a really good way. They, they brought him back in a really nice way. They didn't try to overdo it or force anything. It was really well done. Yeah. And um, some stuff I thought was kind of rushed together, and they just thought it was kind of necessary to give someone something, like Aaron with her parents. I didn't think that was really a necessary scene, but it was a nice scene, nevertheless. <laughs> but um, the the final ten minutes is probably the best part. Where yes. they're all up in the office together. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's like nostalgic mm-hmm. vibe. Yeah. And he says, how do you know when you're in the, the good old days before you've left them? Mm-hmm. Some, yeah, something. that was like one of the big quotes. From yeah. And uh, that that really tied it all together. With the, yeah. the bachelor party, it's, it's a really funny and well done episode altogether. Mm-hmm. So... That's probably the best finale I've seen. Yeah. So, what do we have left? Arrested Development? You know the that finale. Right. Arrested Development. Oh, yeah. Wait. Okay, I'm going to talk about the finale, uh, the finale from the... I haven't seen it, but I'm not going to watch it, so go ahead. No, no, from the first season. Uh, uh, because that's the one before Netflix took over. The third season, uh, you mean? Yes, third season. So that ended with like all the loose ends tied up together. It was... I forgot who was the writer of that show. I'm not sure. I don't know. But it had um, Will Arnett in it. That was like the big person I recognized. Tony he Hale. Played, yeah, Tony Hale. Some, I don't... Tony Hale super... was in like... He was in one other thing, but I don't know what it was. There really aren't any... Big big names, but they're all well. Arnett, well, Arnett was in a lot. Oh, that's true. But other than that, like there really hasn't been. Yeah. Any big it, scale. It started a bunch of their careers, though. Yeah. That's like the big thing where they get recognized from. And like it after season three, um, I forgot who produced the show. Was um, it ABC? Netflix. Netflix just took over and did it all. But like before. Oh, I'm pretty sure it was NBC as well. NBC. Okay. Yeah, like NBC was the office and uh, all that stuff. Yeah. So yeah, NBC had it before, and it's another sitcomy show. Mm-hmm. It's a. Uh, it's the story about how one family was really rich, and then they lost everything, and how one of the characters is trying to hold them all together. And the thing about um, that show is, it yeah. wasn't well received by the general audience, and it was yeah. always in danger of going. <laughs> out like it was always in danger of being cancelled and after three seasons it finally got cancelled but a couple years later they, Netflix brought it back yeah and it just wasn't the same show no it wasn't because like some of the changers age or some of the characters aged a little bit mm-hmm. which was expected you know it was a few years later like some of them had to go through puberty yeah and it was but, just uh, yeah. weird it's not smooth yeah, it did not have a smooth transition, and the storyline didn't pick up right. No. It just didn't feel right. 
you know, it just wasn't the same. They don't carry along the characters the way they were yeah. in the past, and they just mm-hmm. act the completely different. character development wasn't smooth at all. Yeah. But uh, the finale, season three, that's... That's one... Yeah. Wait, can we spoil it, or like... I mean, we already spoiled the office in Parks and Rec, so we might as well. <laughs> sure. Alright, so these next few minutes are just going to be us spoiling things, I guess. I'll, I'll put a... I'll put a beware in the description. <laughs> you do that. You do a timestamp or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, what even happened? I forgot. It was like they figured out how to get the company out of debt or something. Uh huh. And so basically, they go on this. They throw a party on this big ship, mm-hmm. but the police start to come, and uh, so they try and steer the ship away. <laughs> But the, and, the ship's uh, like an old antique. It's like made into a bar. It's, a very, yeah. it's attached to the yeah. oh, dock. And they try and steer it away. And obviously it doesn't go well. But a lot of stuff that would be difficult to explain if you don't have prior knowledge of the yeah. show. I'm just thinking of a that. Lot of, a lot of small details is all tied together. And it's it's a funny and chaotic episode. Yeah, the rest of the development's a good show. It is. Well, the first three seasons yeah. after that. Not worth watching. There's still some like funny jokes in and stuff, but it's yeah, it, the storyline doesn't carry through. Yeah. Um. What else is there? So one other big one was Friends. Yes. Um. The Friends finale is a good one and a sad one. Um. <laughs> I don't even remember half of these. Well. Uh, Ross and Rachel constantly trying to decide if they should or shouldn't get back together. Mm-hmm. Rachel uh, decides she's going to take the job in Paris and she's about to oh, catch her right. flight and Ross decides to go mm-hmm. after her. But it turns out that he goes to the wrong airport. <laughs> so he thinks it's over. But as it turns out, uh, Phoebe and Rachel find a way to delay the flight to try and buy her some more time. And ultimately, Rachel decides to come back and um, be with Ross. And uh, the final scene, as it pans out, they all leave their keys because everyone's leaving New York City and they're moving out of the right. apartment that's been a highlight of the set for the entire season. Yeah, like series. everybody in the friend group has lived there at one point. Yeah. And um, they pan out and they focus in on the little um, – there's a frame around uh, the people. That's, that's an iconic logo of Friends, and they paint out and zoom in on that, and that's the final yeah. shot as a show ends. <laughs> it's a really nice. Yeah, it was like sad and funny at like the same time. It was it was good. Yeah. Um. Well, I think that is all the. Yeah. <laughs> that sums up this segment. <laughs> yeah. Um. Sorry if you got a show spoiler for you. <laughs> but uh, all right, that'll be it. Right. Yes, sir. We are talking. So, this is the second try of this segment because the audio got corrupted. So, here we go. All right. What's this segment about? It is the DMV. Oh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but recently, didn't you get your permit? That is correct, Mr. Ennis. So, um, recently, I took the test at the DMV. As you would, and um, the test is really easy. 
I studied for one night. That was it. And um, I just did some practice tests and read the manual, and I was perfectly fine. The night before, that is? Yes. Probably wow. wasn't very smart, but... <laughs> well, I mean, you passed, and you got your permit. Yeah. So, That's good. the wait, when we first got there, we got there um, a half hour before it even opened, and... Right. So that was about a half hour wait. But once you get inside, there's another half hour wait to get to the front desk. <laughs> and uh, some of the people in line are getting frustrated. And um, the wait, one person really? in front of us didn't know she had to have her parents. So she had to go to the back of the line and wait for them to come after waiting for an hour. Oh, how old is she? I don't 16, maybe. Oh, wow. Yeah, but, um... She probably wasn't too happy then. Yeah, probably not. (laughs) But, um, we finally got our number, and so we went to sit down, thinking it was only going to be a half hour, or an hour wait at the most, it wasn't going to be bad. Right. But it turned out to be a three-hour wait. Mm. And again, that's on a Thursday. Thursday morning, yep. So, I'm assuming a weekend would be a lot worse. I'm going to go on Monday. You, yeah, that's probably smart. Mm. Monday would be good. But, um... I'll get there at, like, 4 a.m. Well, it opens I'll be first at that. That'll be a long wait. Okay, well, I'll get there. Well, what time do you think the early people would get there? Uh, 7, I bet. Mm, okay. So, I'll go at, like, 6.50 to get there super early. All right, you have fun with that. Would that be worth it? Maybe if you didn't. Because it's not as long as a wait, right? Right. (laughs) Actually, it probably would be worth it. It'd be less of a wait. You just have to get there early and get out early. I'm gonna. No, my mom would not want to do that though. No, probably not. Because she's like, "Oh, the wait couldn't be that long." I'm like, "Okay." You'll see. Isn't that crazy though? Like my birthdays are on February third, half birthday is August third, but some people's birthday is on August third. So they gotta wait all the way to next February third to get their permit. I know. That's just it's wild. How does August and February seem so close together? How are they six months apart? They're not close together. Well, August is like Oh, never mind. August is summer, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's a late oh, okay. summer. How far away is November? Late November? Five months. Okay. What's in November? Um, My uh, friend gets her license. Who? A friend. Her license? Her license, yes. You know, uh, Nathan England already has his license, I think. Oh, yeah, I know. I heard about that. Oh, so your friend. Um... Okay, we're not going to go into that. <laughs> Maybe on Wyatt's Wonderings. Uh, Wyatt Wonders, not Wyatt's <laughs> Wonderings. <laughs> What's wrong with you? 
same thing. All right, you're demoted to 99% juice. Oh, man. <laughs> 1% fail. Fail, child. Oh. But the test ended up being really easy, and you'll be okay when you take it. Good. I'm going to study two nights before, so I'll be even more prepared. Well, that's unnecessary. How late did you say up something? Ten. Oh. <laughs> that's not... Okay. So you studied from like 9.30 to 10? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 30 minutes study. I bet there's like videos I can just watch so I don't even have to read. <laughs> On YouTube, I'll look for some. Oh. And then... Oh, man. There's like driving schools to get your license, right? I know it's three. There's like uh, driving schools to get your license, right? Because you got to take a driving test. Yeah. Are you going to do it through the school or how are you going to do that? Well, you have to do it through the DMV. Well, no, because uh, what I'm going to do it because my mom has like all these friends. Uh, There's this woman. uh, She's a private company, but she's like approved and you can get your license through her. It's a week class. And at the end of that class, you're done, and you get your license. Can you really? Yeah. What's your name? I forgot her name. I forgot it. But uh, she does, like, my mom really likes her because she drives, like, how a teenager would react in the passenger seat. Like, so she'll turn the music all the way up and, like, roll all the windows down and, like, try to distract (laughs) you and things. That's funny. Yeah. And she's, like, really highly rated. Mm Mm-hmm. And she was in a chickens group with my mom, so that's how she knows her. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) She didn't know what a crop was. <laughs> I bet you don't know what a crop is either. No, it's a crop. It's where the food gets put in. It's like in their neck throat area. It's in their neck. Like, yeah. It's like where above the breast would be. It's like a chicken collarbone, but not a bone. It's more of like a sack where they keep a bunch of food. And well, that's where they keep like the grit to help grind up their food. Like, they'll eat dirt and, like, really small rocks. And they use that to help grind up. Yeah. (laughs) We should do crop surgery on a chicken before, where you had to cut open the crops. It was gross. And, like, clean it out. Why do you eat it? Or what? No! (laughs) It's for the chickens to... It's, like, the chickens help them digest it. It's, like... Why would you cut it out? There's no point. Because it was too full. And she was having trouble, like... I don't know. <laughs> we just have to clean it out. You did surgery on a chicken? Yeah. I held a tube down its throat while my mom, like, cut it. Mm. Have you hypnotized them yet? I We tried, but it, it, no, it didn't work. So, to hypnotize them, you have to put their beak in the dirt and draw a straight line. <laughs> and they're just stuck. You lay them down on their back on a surface, and then you make them focus on it like a line that they draw in front of their eye. <laughs> and then they have to be looking at it, but then they get stuck. Oh. And then they don't even realize it when they wake up. Or they might be traumatized for life. There's not really a way of us telling. That's the kind of scary How part. How would they stay? Oh, it's like only a few minutes. Unless you like wake them up. Huh. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. BBC did a little doc on YouTube about it. And they were like hypnotizing animals. 
that was the video with the five pigeons they put in a circle on their backs hypnotized it looked like a weird cult yeah it was kind of creepy (laughs) yeah they did that they turned it on its back then like stroked its under jaw i don't know what that's called its chin chin (laughs) yep (laughs) (sighs) okay it's 4 a.m calm down three it's 250 (laughs) close enough Exposed. But driving on the highway is scary the first time. Yeah, did you get honked at? I sure did. <laughs> but I think that'll actually be about it. So, um, thanks for listening to this. And uh, we'll see you next time.